The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Charlie Weston is with us for our weekly money spot and I think you can give us a little bit more detail than Ben had in the half four headlines about the problem at Electric Ireland and people's bills. What is it? Yeah, Matt, this is just breaking this afternoon. Electric Ireland has admitted to a very big data breach. It's called in the Gardaí. It seems that uh, some third party company working for an individual in that company, we think it's a call centre, has got access to 8,000 accounts. Now, these are accounts which, and the access includes kind of information about people's debit cards, credit cards, dates of births, addresses, emails, phone numbers, uh, you know, and, and bank deca- details, IBANs, whatever. So very, very serious. The Guardian have been called in. Uh, Electric Ireland has written to these 8,000 customers. The letters went out on Monday and Tuesday and said, look, it, this is very serious. You may have to cancel your debit card or your credit card that you're using to pay your ESP, your electric bill, Electric Ireland bill. You may have to go back and review your bank details and what's happened there since October 2021. I mean, that's very difficult to ask people to do that. Um, and you may have to take what they say is appropriate steps to, to protect your financial information. So, you know, it's, um, it's also told the Data Protection Commissioner, this is very serious. I mean, this is the biggest electricity and gas supplier in the country and it looks like it's, it's wide open here and it's, it's information that's been compromised. So the Guardi are looking at this. Uh, so people affected by this, this could be quite, you know, it could end up losing money through this. They need to have a look at what's going on here and check their bills, check their bank accounts. Okay, and this happens at a time when I think we're all at this stage becoming used to almost daily efforts to scam us either by text messages or by WhatsApps or by emails. But what's this about a scam involving people posing as Goldman Sachs employees? Yeah, these scams are getting incredibly sophisticated, Matt, and an awful lot of people have been sucked in by this one. I've written about these kind of scams before, and Goldman Sachs in London contacted me recently and said, look at we're noticing huge numbers of, of Irish people being targeted by these fraudsters. What, what's happening here is the fraudsters are posing as Goldman Sachs. They are pretending that they're Goldman Sachs employees. They're using Goldman Sachs, uh, what looked like Goldman Sachs emails. They're issuing brochures that look exactly like the brochures issued by Goldman Sachs. And they're even kind of so sophisticated now, they're not offering crazy returns. They're offering quite, mo- quite reasonable returns. And they will send you kind of details about genuine Irish government bonds, for example. But if you invest with these guys and it's a minimum of 25 grand, that's the end of it. You're not going to see that money again. Uh, so Goldman Sachs are very concerned about this, that they're being kind of cloned and mimicked here and that people are getting sucked in by this. It's typically people who go on online and search for an investment or bonds. Uh, they leave details on some website and, and these uh, fraudsters are able to get into that and they send them information and they call them back and they send them brochures. And these people think they're dealing genuinely with Goldman Sachs. They're not. And it could be ages before they discover they've lost their money. It's only when they go to check how the investment is doing or to make some inquiries to discover the money's gone and that's it. That's the end of it, guys. Tell us about the deadline for owners of vacant homes for a tax bill. Yeah, this week uh, is the deadline. If you've got a, a, a vacant home, in other words, a home that's it's occupied for less than 30 days a year, uh, you, need to, you, need, you need to get into the revenue website and you need to file a return just to give details about that. You may have got a letter from revenue. It, it's written to 25,000 people who they, they think have unoccupied homes, uh, but it hasn't written to everybody. But whether you get a letter or not, you are required if you have what's called a vacant home to get onto revenue, file a return. You can do it through 
uh, my account or revenue online. Sorry, what constitutes a vacant home? Would it be one, for example, that there's no electricity or gas supplies? Would it be one that even if you do have the electricity supply, it can be shown that the electricity wasn't used for more than 30 days in the year? It, it has to be capable of being occupied and it, it, it um, essentially, you know, so if it's got no roof or it's got no electricity supply, it's, it, it's, it's not a vacant home. It's, 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 it's much more serious than that. Uh, so, you know, and, and the definition is a property being occupied for fewer than 30 days in the year. So you must be capable of occupying it fewer than 30 days in the year ending November the 1st this year. So if it's a rundown derelict house, it doesn't apply. But if it's unoccupied, uh, for you know, for for less than thirty days, it it is it's it's a vacant home under this new tax. The idea here is to encourage these houses to be put on the market or rented out, uh, and you need to reg- you need to get on to revenue and file a return. Uh, you, there's loads of exemptions. Look, if if the house is owned by a, uh, your mother or something, and she's in a home, you don't have to pay this. Uh, but but revenue will want to know. One other one. Can home homeowners really save as much as seven thousand a year by doing switching of various loans? Yeah, Matt. I, I, you know, mortgage rates have gone way up, and people have assumed, oh, it's no good switching anymore. There's no value to be had. But the fact that mortgage rates have gone up and they've gone up very unevenly, some some lenders are charging seven percent now. So you might come off a Finance Ireland fixed rate, and you'll roll to a seven percent rate. You know, and, and, and so there's between 7% and as low as 3.65 in the market. So the gap between the highest and lowest is huge. Uh, so it does mean that um, you, you, there is very good value to be had for some people to switch at the moment, more so than there was. It's The savings to me made for switching have nearly doubled to about €7,000 a year because some of the rates are so high and some of them are now, you know, haven't moved much. The banks typically haven't increased their rates much, but the non-bank lenders have. So... It's worth looking at, according to the Doddle Irish Independent Mortgage Switching Index, there is value still to be had for switching. Thank you very much, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor at the Irish Independent. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.